When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and William Hill. Delighted to be joined with a, a non-jet-lagged Eddie Hearn. Parsons no show today because of jet lag. Lewis, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm always happy to see you. But, but let's be honest. Parsons got in contact with you and says he can't make it today because he's jet-lagged. The guy is like 12 years old, right? He's an absolute disgrace jet lagged so he can't come I mean he should be absolutely ashamed of himself like work ethic awful like game awful I mean he's just he's just gone to the floor in my estimation so make sure you tell him one he's too big for his boots two he's got absolutely no mojo and three he's actually a pathetic specimen and I'll be messaging him myself to tell him bad fool one thing he isn't he ain't he ain't relentless mate is he he's not relentless imagine me yeah, waking up one morning and going, oh, um, hi everyone, I can't make it today because I'm a bit jet lagged. I won't go to work. You know, I mean, like, anyway. It's great. On to the, onto the, onto the real stuff. Uh, Jordan Thompson has the opportunity of a lifetime this weekend. He takes on Jai Opatai, who also has so much to prove. Um, excited, for this, excited for this main event? I think it's a fantastic fight. I mean, you know, when you look at how this fight's come together, Mastanak didn't want the smoke, Richard Riakpour didn't want the smoke with Opatai, they both pulled out of their mandatory positions and we had an opportunity to get Jordan Thompson a shot, a shot from nowhere, a shot that probably from his resume he doesn't quite deserve yet but when you put a fighter in with someone who is the number one in the division you look at ways in which they can win and Jordan Thompson is a fantastic athlete, he has tremendous speed and he punches as hard as anyone in the division. And Tony Sims and Jordan really fancy this. It's a complete shot to nothing. Opatai's looking at it and saying, I'm getting a chance to come over and be an international star myself. All these international fighters, particularly from Australia, they're all looking to be on these big shows internationally. He's the Ring Magazine champion. He's the IBF champion. And it's a massive chance for a British fighter on home soil. So, you know, this is a top, top cruiserweight matchup in a great division. You know, the, the small heavyweights, the heavyweights with speed and athleticism. And... Um, it's, it's a really, really intriguing matchup. 
Excited for the undercard as well. We see Ellie Scottney making another defence of her world of her world title. Chev Clark back out. Rhiannon Dixon. Yeah. So excited for them mountains. Yeah, I mean Chev Clark's in a great fight with Vasil Dukar actually, who dropped Jordan Thompson in the tenth round. Had a great fight with him. He had a good fight with Chris Billum Smith as well. This is for the IBF regional strap. So for Chev, he wins this fight. He goes into that IBF top fifteen. He'll be looking at the winner of this fight as well. You know, if Jordan Thompson was to beat up a tie, it could be Jordan against Chev for the world title. And Chev is still in the early stages of his career, but with his amateur pedigree, I mean, he's, he's, he's non-stop action. So exciting to watch. And that fight with Duca will be a great fight. Ellie Scottney is fighting Laura Griffiths, a good defence of her IBF world title. Look out as well for Rhiannon Dixon against Catherine Thanders for the European title. That's a great fight. You've got Jimmy Sainz making his professional debut. George Lillard, uh, Maisie Rose Courtney as well. Shannon Ryan, it's a really, really good card. World Championship doubleheader. And um, I think it's not under the radar, but it's one that, you know, when you start looking at on paper, particularly with a main event, I think it'd be a brilliant, brilliant night. Absolutely. Moving on, we saw the announcement yesterday of Devin Haney's moving up to Super Lightweight to take on Regis Progray. A bit of a homecoming for Devin Haney back in San Francisco. Um, you must be excited to, to be landing that fight and to be working back with Devin Haney as well. Yeah, I mean, look, to be fair to Devin, he always said, you know, when he his contract was up and he took those fights with top rank to become undisputed he went I'll be back I promise you that you know we're close he always said that and he's a man of his word he's back with Matrim he's back with the zone but obviously we got Regis Progray and he's our guy because he signed a multi-fight deal with us and we promised Regis Progray that we will deliver him the big fights so to bring Devin and Regis together in I think you know obviously you had Crawford against Spence as well but for me could be fight of the year definitely one of the fights of the year and when you look at our December now and you look at Bam against Sonny Edwards you look at Regis against uh, Devin Haney plus the potential of Ben Eubank maybe even AJ out December's going to be massive for us and when you look at our schedule I posted it yesterday on Instagram still with two or three fights to make like, I know we get stick and I know not every show is fight of the year but look at everybody's schedule from now to the end of the year no one can even lace our boots and for me Devin against Regis Progray is a tremendous tremendous fight back to the Bay Area for Devin San Francisco hasn't had a major fight for years so it's going to be a great night and um, really pleased to get a big American fight over the line with Devin, what is the deal? Is it a multi-fight or is it simply just one fight, just a program? It's this fight and then with option, uh, matching options for us. So, you know, I think he's made it clear to me he wants to be with us and, you know, continue his career with us. But we'll see what happens. We had a job to do for Regis Progray. We delivered him a big payday, a massive fight. If he wins, he goes on, he fights Ryan Garcia, he fights Tank, he fights all these guys. And that's what Devin wants to do. He's the undisputed lightweight world champion. He wants to become a two-division world champion. Massive props for him for taking a big risk. And uh, yeah, tremendous fight. Um, on the zone pay-per-view, this has come with some criticism, especially from Dan Rafe. He always uh, very critical of the pay-per-view. Um, how do you sort of respond to the criticism I of think it? It might be a sign of the times, you know, for the, the market and for the purses that these guys are getting for the mega fights. You know, Devin Haney's just boxed on pay-per-view against Lomachenko. He won that fight. He wants a lot of money. Regis wants a lot of money as well. It's the way to make the fight happen. Um, it's our first pay-per-view in America. Um, that we've done outside of Canelo Alvarez. So we'll see how it does. I think it will do very well. I think the build-up will be intense. The promo work from Alex Haynes was off the charts and uh, it's going to be a big fight. But I get people's criticism at the same time. Obviously, it's only pay-per-view in America, not in the UK for UK subscribers, but it's a big, big fight. And, um, you know, the, the, the price announcement will be announced soon for, for subscribers and uh, I think you're going to get great value for money. So you're sticking on the topic of broadcasters. Um, Showtime have decided that they're not going to be following uh, boxing anymore. Something that you did predict a couple of years ago. Um, 
didn't know about that, Lewis. I didn't. Did I predict that? Okay, yeah. I haven't heard that officially. I mean, I, I know it's everywhere at the moment, but I said a few years ago, you're right, that Showtime would lead boxing. And I got a lot of criticism at the time. In fact, it was only about three or four months ago when all of the, say, I don't say trolls, but haters, were posting the videos of me saying that Showtime would be leaving boxing, saying that I'm a clown. But I was a little bit ahead of my time because, to be fair, it was probably two years ago. Um, but I think I'm not. I'm not sitting here gloating. I think it's bad for boxing. I think Showtime are a tremendous broadcaster. Apparently, they're going to stay just doing pay-per-views with Paramount. Um, but again, I haven't heard this officially, so I don't. You know, I'm not going to come out and say I told you all. You all said I was mad. I told you what would happen. Um, but I did. And on a serious note, I think it's bad for, to see Showtime out of boxing. I think Stephen Espinosa has done a great job. I think the schedule they've put together this year has been really impressive. But I did say, I just don't think it works for them as a business with the cost of doing these big fights, you know, regular fight nights. And, and if that's the case, disappointing. But on we go. What do you think this could mean for PBC fighters? Well, they've got no broadcaster. So, I mean, they're out in the market already trying to replace Showtime. I know that for a fact. And, you know, I think it's a situation where... Without a broadcaster, your business is in a, a, a very poor position. But PBC have a great brand. They have some great fighters. I'm sure they'll be fine. Moving on, um, Conor Ben put up an Instagram story uh, last night, well, this morning, of saying that he was well, flirting at the idea that he wanted the winner of Ugas as yeah. this weekend. Um, is that an option that you're willing to explore? Yeah, I mean, look, I can't make it clear we want to fight Chris Eubank Jr., but we're in negotiations already for three or four other fights for Conor Ben. We can't just rely on the Eubank fight getting made and one of those fights that he wants is the winner of Ugas against Barros he's, he's sparred Ugas before he's called out Barros I think it's a great fight obviously for him that's down at 147 which is his preferred weight he'll, he'll be at 154 or 160 to fight Eubank it's not a problem but you know the negotiations continue for a number of fights for Conor Ben outside of Chris Eubank but that obviously remains the one we'd love to make so, because with you saying that, you'd be happy to explore other options other than Chris Eubank Jr. that maybe may not necessarily generate as much money as a Eubank Jr. fight, mate? Of course. I mean, look, for both of them. You know, if, if Eubank Ben doesn't get made real stupid because it's an absolute blockbuster, massive fight for both, huge money. Um, but if it doesn't, we need options for December. He's going to fight in December. UK, America, Middle East, wherever it is. And um, if it's not Eubank, we need to make sure we've got a big fight for him. Would a Kelbrook fight still be potentially on the table, or has there been a sort of a, a U-turn maybe on no, Kelbrook? Definitely a fight we want to make. You know, whether Kel would be ready for December, I don't know. But Conor Ben wants to fight Kelbrook. I see that fight 100% happening, whether that's in December or whether that's in the spring or whenever it is. So, um, no problem with that fight either. And just a last one for you. One thing I did want to ask is obviously we see Ellie Scottney on the card and we see Caroline DeBoer over at York Hall. Um, that means that Shane McGuigan sort of has two different people in a different stable. Um, do you have much sort of conversations with trainers about you know, potentially helping them with dates? Of, of do, you, do they have much choice in terms of if they got two people on a different day? I mean, we announced that Ellie was fighting on September 30th, long before Caroline's fight was announced. So I don't say it's the trainer's problem, but it's basically the trainer's problem. So if you've already got a fighter fighting and then you've got another fighter on the same night, you just have to make it work. Luckily for them, we've been very understanding and we're bringing Ellie forward, Ellie forward on the fight card on the TV slot. Really, I'd like her to be co-main event, but we can't do that because we've got to um, 
keep Shane McGuigan happy and those guys. Not a problem, I understand, but you've got to look at it, you know, start affecting people's profile and stuff like that. With all due respect to Caroline Dubois, who's a great um, prospect, she's not in a big fight, she's not fighting for a world title, and Ellie is. And for me, Ellie is a star of the sport, so I don't want to have to, you know, put her down the card so we can keep Caroline Dubois happy. She's a star in her own right, and obviously that has to be respected as well, but we respect the trainers and the manage, managers who request for us to do something to help. We've helped, and um, we'll see our defender world title on Saturday. So, Eddie, thank you for your time as always, and uh, appreciate the time, mate. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.